Last time we introduced the idea of Avad, how it's meant to work. Take step by step to work on something. And the idea of working on something is it becomes a part of us. And the matter we've, we've we've grown one more step forward. This is really the main point. Again, taking the code is something which is not dramatic change. So which is small. That way it doesn't invite opposition. It doesn't unbalance, like we said, the person's medus. And it's something you can live with. And the you say there are a lot of small changes that make a big difference. Okay, so therefore when you're talking about Twitter, let's understand where we're trying to get to. It's always good to know first what the goal is. And then by the point of that is to share the research which we passed down by Musa. How do we get there? So what are we trying to achieve through Twitter? What are we trying to achieve through Twitter? And the reason why it's an important question to ask is because very often people think about filler as a means. I need something. The way to get it is to that. So we're already talking about a person who is the level of being a man. And he knows that if I want something, Hashem has to give it to me. Especially when it comes to those things where it's clear that Hashem has to give it to me because there's nothing I can do about it. Children, Shidduchim, whatever it's going to be, health sometimes, whatever it's going to be. So a person's a man. He knows that a Kashbuch has to give it to me. But then, Tefillah becomes a means to an end. This is how do I get what I want to get. The, way, the only way I can get it is by diving for it. And therefore, that would be the case theoretically. Theoretically. If I didn't need anything, I would never die. If I have everything I needed, good. So what am I asking for? Now, it's not completely wrong. Of course, Tefillah is the way to get something. But it's not the echo function of Twitter. Let's explain. Let's explain. We know that uh, Twitter today, the Gemara tells us, is the way we are over the Hashem. The Gemara says, What's a way that we have? A Twitter. Twitter replaces, in that sense, the word of the base of Megdash. And if that's the case, let's look at the word of the base of Megdash. What was the point of the word of the base of Megdash? Because if we understand what the point of the word was then, then we can then ask the question, how's Tfilah replacing that? How's Tfilah giving us what we don't have, we lost the word? So there was a chalik of the word, which was also when a person needed something. Whether it's a carbon chatos or an asha when a person needs kapara, or other like a carbon oiler when a person needs a ritzu, whatever it will be, there were carbonus like that also. But there was that was more in the realm of the private carbonus, as opposed to the carbonus tibur, the time of every day, the carbon mosaf, the kataris. We don't find these things came because we needed something. And on the contrary, the whole point of them was that they were constant. 
And if that's the case, if you would ask the question, what's the point? What's the point of korbanus? So it's not a way to appease Hashem to give us something, so to speak. In the sense that a person can look at tefillah as the way to ask Hashem when I need something. There's something much more. Now, I'm going to say this in two, two different ways. Because one's easier to understand, the other one's a little bit more spiritual, but it's the same you said. The first thing I want to say is what Vats and the Kozari says. Other Rishonim as well. When they come to ask the question, how does Hashem refer to the Korbanus? He calls the Korbanus as Korbani Lachmi Reishai. The Korban, which is my food, it's my bread. And the obvious question is, why does Hashem need to eat? Exactly the opposite. Hashem does not need to eat. So, why does he call the Korbanus his food? Lechem Ishay Hashem. His bread, why? And the answer is, like Zari says, the question is a mistake. The question is a mistake because people look at things from the wrong perspective. And he, I'll give you, I'm telling you the marshal he himself gives. He says, before we talk about Hashem and the Karbanas, let's talk about the human being. The person also needs to eat. And what would happen to a person if he doesn't eat for a few days, for a week, for more than a week? What's going to happen to the person? He's going to die. Right? The, the, the Hashem built the person in such a way that he needs to eat. It's uh, essential to maintain life. So now someone asks you to come and ask you the question. One second, I don't understand something. But we know that life means that there's the connection between a person's neshama and a person's body. So what? A person needs food for his neshama? What's going to happen if a person doesn't eat? His neshama will leave his body. So what? The neshama needs food? Why does a spiritual neshama need food? And what's the answer to the question? The answer is, it's a mistake. It's exactly the other way around. It's not the neshama which needs to be kept alive. The neshama was alive anyway. And the neshama is alive even after the person is not here anymore. What needs to be kept alive is the body. And therefore, what, what a person is doing by eating is he's maintaining the body's connection to the neshama. That keeps the body alive, not the neshama. If the body dies, the neshama is still alive. You just have to look at it the right way around. And therefore, what a person needs to eat is true. To maintain life, it's true. It means to keep his body, that is neshama. Now, why our Kodesh Prophet created the world that a person needs to eat? It's a good question, it's not for right now. But the idea is eating better maintains the body, not the neshama. And if you understand that, then let's go back to the original question. The Korbanas are called Hashem's food. We have to understand something, it's something deep. The connection between Hashem and the world is the connection between the body and the neshama. It's the same concept. And therefore, it's not that Hashem needs to eat, it's exactly the opposite. The world needs it. If we want to maintain the Shekhin in this world, we need Korbanas. Because otherwise the Shekhin leaves and this world dies. To whatever level we're talking. And therefore, the way of maintaining the, the Shekhin here is by the Korbanas. It's like a way to connect, to keep the Nishama connected to the body is by eating. But it's not for the Nishama, it's for the body. And therefore, in the same sense, the Korbanas are Hashem's food in the sense that that provides the world with the ability to bring the Shekhin here. Not the other way around. Not the other way around. And if that's the case, what's the point of the avoider as avoider? The avoider is what this world needs in order to maintain the connection to Rukhnis. And it's not, we're going to make it so narrow and so small that one individual thing I need, that's what I'm going to for. 
I, I need a refer, and this one needs a yeshua, this one needs a new car, this one needs a, I don't know what. Uh, then you're going to say tefillah is to get the thing, that specific item that person needs. No, tefillah is much more general. It's much more far-reaching. If you want to create a place where there can be a connection to Hashem, there has to be a base for that here. And just like in the base of Mikdash, the Korbanus, which came the whole time, made sure that the Shekhinah was there the whole time. So yes, it's something we need, but it's something much more general. We need the connection. And the Korbanus the whole time made the base of Mikdash into a place which could then house the Shekhinah. And that's why one of the places where the Shekhinah was manifest was on the Mizbech. was on the Mizbech, because that was a symbol that, so to speak, the Avodah we were doing was maintaining the presence of the Shekhinah here. We don't have a base of Mikdash. With the Korbanus. To some extent, like the Goran says this, the Kazari says this as well, to some extent, the world died. To some extent, we lost that Shekhinah. We don't have the means to keep it here, so it left. But, when it comes to what we need to do, so in this context, Tvila replaces Korbanus, which means, Tefillah creates the basis for the Hashem to connect to a person. And that's a very deep point in Tefillah which people don't think about. It's not just this is the means to ask for something. It creates the foundation for Kodesh Baruch to connect to a person. And that's what when the Pesach says, The connection to Kodesh Baruch comes from Tefillah. There's also a connection to Kodesh Baruch through Torah, but that's the other way around. That's the other way around. Chazal already said this. So it's in the Achronim also. The same idea. The way Hashem connects to us is to the Torah. That's from Hashem's point of view. He gives us the Torah and He gives us the Chaya and He gives us the Neshama. That's the way Hashem connects to us. By giving us Torah and together with that what He wants to give to us. The way we connect to HaKadosh Baruch Hu is through Tvila. Is through Tvila. That creates within us the basis, the foundation for our Kodesh Baruch to connect. It doesn't matter who's connecting to who. It just who's the coil? It's bats and they're meant to complement each other. It's just going to do a different side. It's just who's doing it. Right. It's now. So why now. is that through our, us learning? Why is that when Hashem gave us a coil, that's how we connect with us. But now when we're learning, we're still the coil. So we bring a couple Hashem gives us. Now. In both, in both of those, Hashem is the end. The question is, where is it starting from? A connection is always a connection, both ways. Where is it starting? When Hashem gave us the Torah, He gave us the Torah with that Chayoylam, with the Neshama. Now it's our job to accept it. But we're the recipients, so to speak, of what Hashem wants to give us. Right? Masha'enka Matfil, it's the other way around. We're creating the ability for Hashem to connect to us. So it's coming, from, starting from us. <coughs> okay, so that's why Tfil replaces Avoidah, because this is, again, an Omek which maybe Avoidah doesn't think about. When the when the Mishnah says, But you ever think, what's the Oilem Oimid on? What are these pillars resting on? The three pillars which hold up the world, but what are these pillars resting on? What, what, what's the Oilem Oimid on? And the answer is Pashat. The Oilem's Oimid on a connection to Hashem. Without that, the world would disintegrate. Right? And just like if a person loses his connection to the Hashem, he dies. The Oilem's Oimid on a Shaykhist to Akadish Baruch. Without that, the island falls apart. So what are the pillars which connect the world to Hashem? The three. Torah, Avodah, Gminus, Chassad. I'm not talking about Gminus, now it's a topic on its own. I'm not even talking about Torah now, it's also a topic on its own. But the idea of each of these pillars means a way to anchor, to to support the world, to hold it on what? On Hashem, Hashem. 
because that's what's supporting the world. That's the neshama, that's the ruchness which the world is getting, which keeps it going. And therefore, if the way to makayim the amud of avoida now is through tefillah, then you understand what we're doing. The point of tefillah is we're building that amud in the world. We're building that fundament, that 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 foundation. That there's a point through the, through which we can connect to Hashem. It's a side point, but it's it's too beautiful not to say it. There are three places in the Mishnah, in the base of Mikdash, where we see the Gidei It's the first of Sukkot. There are three places in the Mishnah you see the Gidei The one was on top of Aaron Kodesh. The Shechina rested between the Kruvim. The other one was not on the Mizbech. Like it says, the Shechina rested in the fire which came down from Shemaim. And the third was on the Menorah. Mishkin, Eidus, Eidus, and Yisrael, Shechina, 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 It's the Eidus, the whole called by Oyim, the Shechina, Shechina, Yisrael, that there was the, the, the near town of the Menorah. And if you think about it, you don't have to elaborate that, but if you think about it, the three Mekayimus of the Gilead Shechina was connected to Rabbi Nekbir Chasadim. That's partial, that that was the connection. Those were the places where there's going to be a Shechus between between us and the Shechina, those are the Amudim. And if in the base of Migdash, this would be the place where we're focusing on those, on that connection, there would be three places where those three Amudim were apparent, and that's where you'd see the Gideon Shechina. And there's a door that's going to be those Yes, that's the why, but it's a different topic. Okay, that's a, so that's the, that's the basis of what we're going to start with. What's the Yisrael of Tefillah? What's the Yisrael of Tefillah? <coughs> the Yisrael of Tefillah is the ability to create a mock of connection to HaKadosh Baruch. And therefore, even if we are asking for something specific, even if we are asking for something specific, the, the function of Tefillah is that there's a general connection we always need. The, the, without something extra, without something unique we're talking about. The in fact that there's a, con- a, con- a continual connection to Nus and Hashem, that's what we're providing for con- within, within Tefillah. Okay, so that's uh, defining first. Let's say, like <coughs> we said, Where are we trying to get to? Where are we trying to get to? Where, 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 starting a vad, embarking on the journey to improve Twitter, what are we trying to... It's not just a vad to begin session by thinking about all the words not drifting off in the middle. We're trying to get something much more. We're trying to get to the place where we we, we, we feel that Twitter is the avoider which can do that. And that's a little bit, a little bit deeper, the same you said. The Nefesh Chaim says, right at the beginning of Shara That the pasuk when it says the Avos Hashem lekeichem, we say the Kirsh every day. Second paragraph, the Avos Hashem lekeichem, or the Av Toy bechol avakum bechol nafshachem, which means the Av Toy means Tefillah, and therefore a person has to love Hashem or the Av Toy and serve Him bechol avakum bechol nafshachem. Tefillah has to be an expression of bechol avakum bechol nefesh, just like in the first paragraph of Shema, when it says v'hafti Hashem lekeichem bechol avakum bechol nafshachem, it also says bechol moidecho. Right, you must love Hashem with your whole life, your whole heart, your whole nefesh. Right? So when it comes to tefillah, again says, B'chol levav b'chol nafshachem. He says, it doesn't say b'chol mo'edeichem because you don't love with your money. So that, that's not practical. But the first to apply. So do you ever think about this angle, Rabbi said? What does it mean to daven with your whole life? What does it mean to daven with your whole nefesh? In the passage of Avos Hashem, it means to give up these things. Hashem means... If I'm, I'm willing to give up everything for Hashem, b'chol nafshach, I'm willing to give up my life for Hashem. So the way to to mekayim the mitzvah of avu b'chol leiv b'chol nefesh or whatever it is, is to sacrifice those things, so to speak, for Hashem. Now how does that apply to tefillah? What am I meant to be? How am I meant to be over Hashem to serve Hashem to govern b'chol leiv b'chol nefesh? It's a parallel. It's a parallel. 
If over here it says Bukhalav, over here it says Bukhalav, it means the same thing. Just a simple example. When Chazal say, Bukhalav, it means Bishnei Yitzarecha. Nevesh Chaim explains, when you daven Bukhalav, it means Yitzarecha. It means the same thing. How do you do that? How do you do that? What does it require from a person? And this is, like I said, it's not a different point, it's the same point. It's just explaining from a different angle. If the point of Tefillah is to create the place for a Kodesh Baruch to connect to a person, then this is, this is what it takes. This is what it takes. What the person has to do in order, from his point of view, in order to be ready to be that, to connect to a Kodesh Baruch in that way, he has to be ready to give up. He has to be ready to daven Again, what does it mean? What, is it, what does it require for a person? How do you do that? These are things we're going to talk about. Let's just explain to us first, as a starting point, the godless of what Tefillah is meant to be. The godless of what Tefillah is meant to be. Is this for the person and the world? Is it connection to Tefillah? When there was a base of Megadish, it was for the whole world. Now the whole world collectively lost its connection. Now it's for the person. So how does the rest of the world get it? The rest of the world doesn't get it. Is it how has it crumbled? How does it exist? That's what I think it's asking. How does it exist? The rest of the world. The world. No connection. How has it done? Indirectly. Because of the people who still have that connection to Torah, what it is So out of them, the rest of the world picks up what it picks up. But it's, it's altogether much less than it was in time of Esamikdash. The world collectively, so to speak, has lost a lot of its views. And this is the Gemara. The Gemara says this. That since the time of the Khurban, the fruit lost their flavor and the fruit lost their size, and then every day is more clodus and there's more taurus in the world, and there's more machas, which I refer. It's just examples of the world dying, just there's, slowly. There's a little bit that they get. The little bit they get is from Derech, the people who still have the connection as individuals, so the world gets something. So this means Tefillah was far less important when there was 100%, 100%. It's the first. They davened also, there's a point for that, but it was only a part of the avoid. It wasn't the only avoid. You mean for the yachid? For the yachid. Right, the Avoida Satsibur, which was Avoida the Karbanas. And now that's another point you have to explain, which we're going to explain. And that is, you understand conceptually the idea of why the place is Avoida. But it goes into much, much more pattern than that. Every situation, every point of the Avoida process has to repeat itself in Tfil. So if there's a Zirka Saddam, there's a Kitaris Timurim, whatever it's going to be, there has to be the concept, what they're doing in the Avoida, and now how do you do the same thing in Tfil? You're going to be you're going to explain all these things. The structure of the davening we'll talk about also exactly how we go through all the stages. Okay, fine. That's that. That's the overview. Now, where do we start from? Where do we start from? So we have a Yisrael Gadol. Bamisus comes from Chazal, obviously says it, but it comes from Chazal, and that is any any project we're working on. Any project we're working on, which needs which needs uh, a person's thoughts or a person's feelings to be involved in, in as opposed to working on something which is a completely activity-based, something which is completely the child of how you do the action. Any level, that, anything a person wants to work on, which involves a person's thoughts or a person's feelings. Now, it could be something which completely involves a person's thoughts and feelings, like Tefillah is, as a prime example. But it could be even another mitzvah, but I want to just do the action. I also want to involve my feelings in it. I want to... Mashkir Maruah from Anishami in that part of the process, what that adds to the mitzvah, but in the mitzvah as well. What's the Yisoyed Godel? The Yisoyed Godel. I would say the surefire way to avoid doing a mitzvah properly, or at least on the level which is more than just a physical action, is 
to just go do the mitzvah. Because a person's actions work much faster than his thoughts or than his feelings work. And therefore, if you want to combine a person's thoughts, feelings, roughness, whatever level it's going to be, in the mesa, you have to give it a chance. Just going to do the mesa straight away means of only involving the body and the action and nothing more than that. Anything deeper than that or anything more inside of me, it's going to take me more time to involve it as well. Chitzonis is more of the Pneumius if you give it a chance to more of the Pneumius. If I just do the Chitzonis and stuff, it wasn't more of anything. And therefore, and this is, I'm just saying this as a Hagdam, as a general, like I said, to any mitzvah or to anything which is over the Salaf, but for Batfila, this is the Halacha. Batfila is the Halacha. It's the first Mishnah and the first Mark of Brachas. I know in this file, I'm going to have A person can't just get up and dabble. You have to be in a certain frame of mind to dabble. And this is brought in Halacha as well. That if a person before he davens, he should wait a bit in order to be in the position where he's not a daven. Now I want to bring a right to this. Not from a Musa From a Kleser Choshen. Listen to an amazing thing. At the back of the Adni Milo, it is printed, at least in the old print of the Adni Milo, they're printed with chivers of the Kleser Choshen. We have about 15, 20 chivers of the Kleser Choshen. A certain Choshen from Meshkir, I want to show you this chiver. I don't know that's one of the chivas like says, I don't know exactly which one it is. But what's interesting about the chiva is not the chiva itself, it's the introduction to the chiva. Another row sent a question about Naguna. And he said that the name hasn't disappeared, and they're trying to find enough proof or as far as why it matter to be married. However, as often is the case by chivas of Naguna, no one wants to take their eyes for themselves. So the way, and you see the whole thing of the When one Rav wanted to had stolen to matter, he sent it to a second Rav to approve, so to speak. And he'd be to, they'd both agree together to matter the Laguna and then we give her a hat. So this other Rav brought the to the case and that the Laguna never could be married for years and he's worked on the case and he's found the following stolen to matter and he wants success in the midst And he wrote the Chiva um, just before Shoshana. And he writes to the case. Now, I know you're going to get this in the service of and what biggest chus could you have before you had until you matter in Laguna? Right. That was the chavah that was sent to Lekthos. Lekthos writes back. And the date in Lekthos' chavah back is Yudala Tishrei, which means Erev Sokas. And he writes back, his introduction. And he says like this. He says, I got your chavah and I said to each other, and I'm only responding to you now in Erev Sokas. And he says, why? Because the matter in Laguna takes time. If you think about it, if you look at the sugya, it turns out properly. He says, I know the Arab circus is not the best time to, have, you know, to be focusing on the of an Laguna. So what am I nice You told me it's a big Torah, so I'm making, making time for an Arab circus. So now the has to say, so why not right now answer the Sayyid Mitchell when I got the Trevor? He said, I got the Trevor before the Sayyid Mitchell. He said, but what can I do? The halacha is that it says, and owned in his final element of halacha of Sukkah. You can't dive in the middle of a Sukkah. You can only dive when you have halacha of Sukkah and everything's clear to you. So he said, the service made chiva, what to give up the davening to be involved with children of the chiva, I couldn't do. I, I would have disturbed my davening. So therefore, I decided not to look at the chiva till Arab circus. Now I can spend the time looking at the chiva because I wanted to spend my, with my davening. An amazing taste. An amazing taste. But that's the halacha. You think, the guy's in the middle of a sugi, what's wrong with that? Because the metziah says, if a person, if he wants to daven properly, he has to be in the frame of mind to daven properly. And if a person isn't, you can go through the words of Tefillah, but Pashat, like I said, the, the, the actions work faster than the thoughts or the feelings, and therefore without giving yourself a chance to get into the mindset or to think about it or to focus on it, it's not going to happen.
We're going to talk about this next time. The Hasidim are Rishonim, which is to wait a whole hour before they die. That's already a doubt. It's brought down Lalach. That a person can't be, I mean, the spider, not with other things, not with anything. And a person has to have, first have a certain Yeshiva Das before he dies. Yeah, the Dark, isn't that? Or we look at anything extreme, like you said. The whole point of this is to do things which are easy to do and therefore we can stick to. And therefore the first Nakura Maisis which revolves the Khari always you say you didn't give a Hagdom I gave you but the first Hagdom the first Hagdom Maisis was before Shachris every day a person should come half a minute 30 seconds before he wants to start diving give us a half a minute to think about the fact that I'm going to dive the materials is people around to show either, even for time it's already a minor Normally a little, a little bit late, and quickly, quickly catch up to the table, which means you never gave me a chance, a chance to prepare for the fact I'm going to die. I just fell into the oil. Minch is even worse. People will end up in the middle of a minion, chaperai, right? Okay. These chakras, chakras is the beginning of something. Normally, so if person starts their day, so even though there's a man in every tefillah, that's really a lot to ask for. He said, chakras, chakras. Plan to 30 seconds before you start davening to think about the fact I'm about to start davening. Now, what to think and what, what you mean? Think for yourselves. As we go through the valley, you get more ideas what to think about. Even the things like what today. What the point of Tefillah is. What I'm trying to achieve in Tefillah. But the, the very fact that a person has a chance to focus on what I'm about to do before I do it, gives me a chance to think about it. The Matthias says that a master person does without thinking, he did without thinking completely. Uh, a guy who fell into Tefillah because he's, he's late and he has to hurry up, you'll see he'll have no kavan. Uh, it's, uh, he didn't have a chance to catch up with what he's doing. Right? Mashanka, the fact that a person stops before he starts, think about what am I about to do? What about to do it? Now, that already puts me into a certain frame of mind which will help me do it. Like I said, we're not asking for every tefillah, that's already a lot to ask for. At least once, at least once a day, tzachris. A person should make sure that there's an extra few seconds to prepare before he does it. Yeah. Walking is okay or no. no. When you get to show, you're doing nothing else. You're not saying brachas at the same time, and you're not putting on your at the same time. Nothing else. Ideas, I'm here just to focus on the fact that we're about to dive in. And uh, we made it. Put, put myself into the mindset. What I'm, 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 what I'm, I'm going to do something. I'm about to dive in. It's not thinking about what I'm going to do when I'm done. That already makes a big difference. Okay. So who wants to try? Let's so say from now until next Monday. Seven, it's only seven days. It's not something that's longer than that. At least if for seven days you're able to do it, you'll already see there's a certain different way you approach davening when a person has a chance at least to wake their mind up, they think their thoughts up before they start rather than just going straight in. So.